Welcome back to Pod of the Pops. The podcast takes the Spice Girls and looks at their solo careers to get justice for things we forgot we didn't already knew. I'm your host, comedian Erin Twitchin, and I'm joined by my friends. <laughs> I'm Karen. I'm Lauren. For those of you who are just joining us, if this is your first episode, we've been looking back over the last 20 odd years of Spice Girls running up to the 2019 reunion, catching you up on everything Spice World. So you can go back through our catalogue and look at all of the solo episodes where we look at their music, love lives, marriages, babies, haircuts, everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. A plethora of information. A plethora. A plethora. A plethora. I thought that was a joke you were doing. No, it, oh. it totally was. I gave you way more credit. I'm though. so witty. <laughs> Today's episode, it comes at a timely. So last week we were talking about the last reunion that they had in 2007. Yep. I had to check that in my mind then. So many dates flying around. So now what we're going to talk about, because there's been so much in the press recently, and this is a countdown to the 2019 reunion, we are going to talk about everything that's happened in the last 12 months leading up to the reunion, basically to try and figure out what we think will happen at these tour dates. So this is our rumours and reunion episode. Mystical Meg. Remember her? Mystic Meg. It will not surprise you that in my year six, Leavers performance, like we did this like Leavers school thing at South Mead Primary School in, I grew up in the countryside in Devon. We did a national lottery parody, me and my friends and I was Mystic Meg. That does not surprise me. It was a no. real Brian Connolly ripoff. I really wish there was a video of that. I, there, I think there oh, is. Wow. I've never seen it. Oh, we have to look it. Please that. don't share it. <laughs> Please. Please do. I can't wait to see it. Aiden's primary school, if you're listening, give it a shout out. No. <laughs> You're listening to Pod of the Pops, the podcast that relives and relives pop culture. So let me take you back, ladies. Let me take you back to February 2018, where we get the photo that changed the lives <laughs> of millions of women and gays everywhere. And some straight men, apparently. Apparently. The five Spice Girls are back together in the same room and they are talking about future projects. The line that they use is... Line? <laughs> will become relevant in a minute. The line that they use, the time now feels right to explore some incredible new opportunities together. So this is all five girls. Yep. Victoria included, yep. and manager Simon Fuller. They're very clear that the dream team are back together. They don't see what they're doing, but they are back together. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? I couldn't quite believe it. At first I remember seeing it and being like, has someone photoshopped this? And then I was like, no, it's actually them in a room looking, you know, older, but just as beautiful. Mm-hmm. I remember um, being really happy that VB had actually reposted that because I think for her that's quite a big deal, you know, yeah. it shows things are serious. So yeah, I really thought the five of them would be going on tour. I never thought they were going But she hashtagged friendship never ends. The thing is, they specifically said 
incredible new opportunities. Yeah. So you know from the off, plus she was very clear after the Olympics, Victoria said, I'm hanging up my microphone. She's been very consistent in her message. Yeah. Whereas the other girls, they'll be pointing fingers. Yeah. Very, you know, they're talking all the time about things that are and aren't happening. And earn considerably less. (laughs) This is true. I, it's... The Spice Girls have always been the world's worst kept secret. Whenever there's something coming up, isn't they never catch you by surprise. No. They would never do a Beyonce album drop. No. You didn't see it coming. No. <laughs> it's always preluded and preluded. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew this picture was eventually coming, but I didn't, I really didn't think they were going to tour. This was a big surprise to me. Even mm. after that picture, yeah. I was... But, yeah, it'd just been in the pipeline for so long, though. You know, it was like the 20th anniversary and then, you know. But I never thought Mel C would agree to do it without Victoria because she'd said, she'd been saying in interviews, we we did the Olympics, but you can't get any bigger than that. Like, we'll talk about it when we talk about that episode. Yes. That's like a huge viewership. You can't really get bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And if Victoria wasn't going to be joining them, I, I thought Mel C would, would say no. And it, and it was one of those things where it had to be at least four of them, right? Because once you get to down to three, it's like, well, well it's not... Is it technically the Spice Girls anymore? Do you well, know I suppose I mean? technically it's Gem. But <laughs> we will also talk about that in uh, a yes, few weeks' time. Of course. I'm spinning, I'm dropping, I'm brushing, I'm dressing My nights, they all roll into day This is a song for her, you know you Is that what it said? I'm. I would. No, know. it didn't say that. I just. It looked. I saw. It does. It did look. It was white and quite even, but I could also understand that it was, in fact, reflection, just like of light potentially. Also, and this has been said a lot in interviews. Jerry had just had her kitchen redone, so Jerry always goes on in all the interviews recently. She's like, "I had all the girls round. I wanted to show them my new kitchen. Are we sure it wasn't just?" dust my friend's been redoing her kitchen and there's been a lot of dust everywhere you drill a little thing there's dust yeah also let's remember this is jerry's kitchen and she's been doing a lot of master chef type stuff in the last few years it could have just been flour uh not in time for no. the girls coming round. no <laughs> but it could be no. melby <laughs> melby did not look ready but like the other girls look flawless yeah melby looked like her alarm clock did not go off on time and she had to rush out I'm not saying she looked bad. I'm saying she looked... It was a like surprise. she woke up like that. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Um, a little unkept. A little... Unkempt. Ooh, unkempt. Rob Kemp. Ross Kemp. <laughs> Ross Kemp. So they didn't say they were going on tour at this point, but there were rumours about what might be happening. So let me talk to you about some of the rumours. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a TV reality show, an X Factor type contest, to find a replacement for Victoria. This is a terrible idea. This is a Daily Mail rumour. Yes. 
there was a few iterations of it going around. One was that it was to find a replacement. Another was that it was going to be a reality show type thing to find a girl band, to find five girls that would carry the torch for the Spice Girls. They would be a new legacy. They'd be a new girl band, but they would, you know, the girls would help form them. Oof. I saw this happening. Simon Fuller is not scared of a TV talent show. That's been true. Involved and stuff like that. It's Club while. Seven. Yep. Yeah. And also, there's been a lot of success recently with putting bands together on mm-hmm. TV talent shows. I'm thinking One Direction. I'm thinking Little Mix, mm-hmm. Fit Harmony. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, a lot of the biggest bands in the world over the last ten years have probably come out of that. Yeah. And bands are not notoriously successful on those programs. Yes. But if you're putting one together, I could see that happening. Emma Bunton had done boy band in America. That's true. So, even though I it. actually personally dislike the idea, you you do make a, a convincing argument for how it could actually potentially happen. I would have hundred percent watched it. Yeah, there's no way I wouldn't have watched that. Yeah. Also, probably auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of goes back to that thing we talked about in one of the other episodes, where the girls all need to be there for that charismatic. You know, if it's yeah. a couple of them, I mean, I'm saying this would... and I'm going to see four of them, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like you need the five of them. I think they would have dropped in and out more then. Yeah. Like yeah. Victoria would have popped in for one week or yeah. whatever, and then they would have all been there for the final. I mean, I know, like and then also the thing is, people say age doesn't matter, but what age would the young, you know, the new Spice Girl be? Would she be 21 or would she be a similar age? Oh, if it was a replacement for yeah, Victoria? Yeah, we doing that, yeah. Oh. Well, so there were some rumours about people that might be replacing Victoria. Oh, God. Can God. you remember? There was one big main one. Don you remember? <laughs> no, wasn't she in the... She was Victoria. In I, don't, I don't recall, but it was someone quite well known, wasn't it? Oh, are you going to say one of the sugar babes? Heidi Range from the Shut sugar no. was rumoured to be replacing Victoria. There was the funniest exchange on I think Twitter or one of the social medias so either the official Spice Girls account or one of the girls said you could never replace one of the Spice Girls and Heidi tweeted back oh and there was me all ready to be Sugar Spice (laughs) which (laughs) would have been brilliant that's actually a great name Sugar Spice yeah yeah I would love to have seen more from poor old Heidi I mean but I still dislike that idea (laughs) yeah it's a bit tacky as well yeah haven't they done that with... Yes, you sent us that. So Kevin from Liberty X is now the lead singer of Wet, Wet, Wet. That's right. Yeah. So there is like increasingly... And I suppose you've got Adam Lambert is Freddie Mercury point I mean, a bit different. Two. Um, yeah, Freddie that's... Mercury is dead. Victoria Beckham is alive and kicking. <laughs> okay, that is not a good example. Um, but those, those two examples are lead men of bands. So, you know, it's not five equal... Okay. You couldn't name it. Well, else. I can actually. Ooh. So very frequently, Michelle Heaton from Liberty X yeah. covers for one or two of Atomic Kitten. So <laughs> I do, Atomic Kitten is very much a strange franchise these days. Yes. So Jenny Frost doesn't do it. Yeah. Liz and Kerry sometimes used to get on yeah. and they would do it. Sometimes they do it with Liz. She would do it in the UK. But apparently, I don't know if I believe this at all, Liz McLaren won't fly. So when they're in like <laughs> Australia or around the world, Michelle Heaton does it. Oh, wow. no. Because 
Remember um, in Hamilton, shout out to South Lanarkshire Council. Um, <laughs> remember there was the, the Christmas lights turned on at, at, at funnily enough, Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the two of them. Yeah, it was Liz and Natasha. So Liz was, and Nat- no Kerry? No, no Kerry. There was only the two of them. I think it just depends who's getting on that week with those guys. Yeah. But I love the way that it's like, if you've got a member missing from your girl band or your boy band, have you called Liberty X? <laughs> Have you tried Liberty X? Yes. One of them might be free. They're always up for it. I'd quite like, like to see Jessica covering for Victoria Beckham she on was this good. tour. Yeah. Kelly was really good. Oh, Kelly was really yeah. good. Yeah. Don't want to big up myself, but I did perform alongside Liberty X last year. Was it last year? The year before? What? Where? Uh, Manchester Pride. Thanks very much. Oh. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful. <laughs> shout so are they shout out to myself. <laughs> no, it's just the girls. Oh, oh, because he's poor Kevin. He's, he's wait, wait, wait. No. Anyway, this is not the Liberty X podcast yet. The other rumour, and I don't know whether this is off the table, because Emma said something the other day about things, other ideas in the pan. Yeah. There was going to be an animated movie with each of the girls voicing the characters of a superhero. So these five superhero characters that came together. So it sounded a bit Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Uh, and it, the idea was it would show a new evolution of, girl power as in they would literally have powers based around the personalities okay that just sounds like the early script of viva forever yes (laughs) exactly i just feel like all these ideas have just been rehashed from the 90s well trying to make it relevant that is what the spice girls have always done in reunions i mean headlines was a an old song that they just gave a musical wash. With old gloss. Goodbye was an old song That's that true. they yeah. redid. Like yeah. they But I mean we're talking a couple of years, not something twenty years. But, I, but they also yeah. do you not remember when we talked about in the the breakup episode when Jerry left that they had a movie in the works with Disney or DreamWorks, I think it was. Yes. There was a movie, an animated movie in yeah. progress. I think there was a script in play, so it wouldn't be surprised if they'd updated something. Mm. I mean Part of me could kind of see it happening in a kind of, you know, like how the Beatles had Yellow Submarine. Like, you know, you could have a similar kind of playful, kind of nostalgic... Nah, I don't. I think it's cheesy and tacky and I don't think it's relevant to girls today. And as in these ideas, obviously the, the girl power, but now we're moving away from just talking about feminine power you know we're talking right. about all genders being equal yeah so actually i do think it's a slightly outdated i uh, love what they did I don't know. i'm not sure I think well it's so much more they i think that's they a, are obviously touching they've, on a much bigger issue there but well they, they've definitely started something there's no it was a revolution if you like you know yeah. it really was but that's the thing i think if you had an animated movie that was aimed at children fans of the spice girls in the day a lot of them are mothers now they would take their children to see this movie because it had Spice Girls in. And if you made it appeal to kids afresh who didn't know who the Spice Girls are, who didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then Yeah. I can see it. It's a it's a I mean it would be a, a quite a risky project. It could go down the pan and it'd be quite dramatic. I think it's like taking Do you think it could be as bad as Viva Forever the musical? <laughs> oh. They've taken risks before and they've taken risks that have succeeded. Spice World the movie, arguably big risk. Yes. Huge payoff. That's FIFA Forever sounds like less of a risk, not so much of a payoff. Maybe yeah. that's an indication, though, that, that it is just something that belongs to our generation in terms mm. of 
the Spice Girls were such a big thing for us, but is that going to pass down? I mean, certainly the messages and the music mm. can pass, but I yeah. think merchandise and add-ons are just seem a little cheesy. Well, I mean, the, I, I, there is a debate that I think that maybe part of their joy is the cheesiness. They are so kind of part of the 90s but nostalgia. But they're not cheesy now. That's the difference. They're proper grown-up ladies. You know, Emma got a little pink tint in her hair, which was cute, but they're not going to go as crazy as they have been in the past, you know? That's true, um, but, like, they, they are so kind of... They are just emblematic of a certain time, and so they'll always be linked to, you know, when they were first... You've got to be careful about becoming a nostalgia act. Yes. So that's what... Britney's team have really done with her mm-hmm. over the last few years with Vegas and then they tour that and then they try and Don't when they're not bringing she? out new music and that's why she's had trouble with this Vegas show and I mean we don't need to go trendy. into it yeah but and they, that happens a lot but this is the time for nostalgia like how many people are touring now like I feel like Ticketmaster are just after my bank account <laughs> everyone that I loved years ago is, yeah. is touring now yes like Christina Aguilera is out Britney was out last year we've got the Spice Girls out Hi guys, sorry to interrupt this broadcast, but while we're talking about acts touring and being able to get your tickets, I wanted to say that my new stand-up show for 2019, Can't Stop a Rainbow, will be touring in the UK at various comedy festivals. It's a work in progress at the moment, so I'm building it. It's going to be at Coventry Festival in May and also Brighton Festival in May, followed by the Edinburgh Fringe in August. So if you wanted to come along and see any of those shows, I'm sure we'll talk about the Spice Girls. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Celine Dion dance remixes in there. When I say I'm pretty sure, I wrote it, so yes I know. And my new show is just like this podcast. It's all about friendship, love and wine. It's called Can't Stop a Rainbow and it will be at Brighton and Coventry in May and it will be at the Edinburgh Fringe in August. And there's some more dates to be announced. So if you want to find out more, you can visit my website, www.iloveerin.co.uk. I know, it's very humbly titled. I came up with it myself. The show is all about friendship. Um, It's for anyone who's ever loved or lost or had to go on holiday to get over a boy. So if that sounds like you, please come along. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of this podcast. There's lots of rumours going on over the summer about what they would be doing. My favourite moment comes pre-announcement that they're touring in October 2018. At Halloween, when Mel B decides to show up to a Halloween party and walk the red carpet in what can only be described as the cheapest Victoria Beckham costume anyone has ever graced the earth in. She wears a little black dress. She has, her hair is in a bob at that point anyway, I think, or she has a bob wig. And she wears a very cheap, very old Victoria Beckham cardboard mask. She's partnered with a friend in a cheap blonde wig wearing a David Beckham football shirt back to front so it says Beckham to the cameras. And she's holding an axe with the words written on it. So in big letters it says, no I am going. But in little letters underneath it says, not on tour. So it reads, no I am not going on tour. 
Right. I'm going to say that Melby, knowing what we know now, was obviously having quite a turbulent time in her life. Yes. And I would like to partly excuse that, but also acknowledge that Melby is out there, personality-wise, does, as we know, say things, perhaps, in the, in the or moment. Or do, do very... Um, Make rash decisions. Yeah, you know? questionable choices. It's such an interesting choice for her to make that it's such because there's some preparation. It's not. No, it's, it's, it looks. Well, I'll put the pictures in the lookbook. Okay. And we'll share them online. It's thrown together. It would not have been hard. I think they're in LA to get a Victoria Beckham mask and a David Beckham shirt, or the likelihood she has these things. Okay, but I'm still saying house. it still requires more thought than just blurting something out in the heat of the moment. You know what I mean? I think it requires the thought of, here is a bottle of vodka that we've just drank. Do you know what would be super funny? Not to wear these costumes that we've been slaving ages over. I think it was Heidi Klum's costume party, which oh. is where people, I think, don't people quote me, go. full out. Like yes. Heidi Klum yeah. is in like facial makeup for days to get ready for that. Like she yes. goes cray for it. Yeah. Melanie Brown is very smart sometimes. So she, they've always been, the Spice Girls have always been about really, really slickness, but a little bit of homemade. So if you yes. look at her Olympics outfit, yep. that leotard was very specific, very tailored, took hours to put together. Yep. The shoes are literally a pair of shoes she had that she glued gems onto. And yes. she wore that at the Olympics. I would not be surprised if, slightly drunk in the moment, she said, do you know what would be really funny? Do you know what would get good press? And I wouldn't be surprised if Victoria wasn't that, if she wasn't halfway in on the joke. It wouldn't have taken much to send a quick text, selfie, do you think this is funny? Because at that point, we're a month away from the announcement. Everyone knows Victoria's not going on tour. Or they're trying to get her to, but she's been resilient. This Mm. is not Kim Cattrall and the Sex and the City movie where everyone's ready to go, we can't do it without you. Yeah. This is... Victoria would never have said yes. She right. wouldn't have said yes in six years since mm-hmm. the Olympics. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the point. I suppose we don't... I mean, Victoria is always very, um, you know, closed off about discussing any reactions like that. So we'll never know, really, what she thought of it. But, yeah, the mask could also be hiding. You know, she's not... You, you just don't know what's yeah. behind the mask, is what I'm trying to say. That's a deep metaphor of yeah. one. No, but physically... Allegedly. I want to throw... And I think, think allegedly on there. No, but I come. also mean physically, as in you know what was going on with a partner. So you don't know where, you know, there was bruising appearing and things. So I mean physically yeah. as well as, you know, anything else. Very good point to make. All allegedly. Yeah. But we do get the very special announcement. I mean... What a secret kept there. I mean, I literally knew at what time that announcement was going online and made sure that I was sat by computer ready. <laughs> so, best kept secret, never. Yeah. Let's listen to the announcement because I think it's perfect. Girls, do you think I'm too old for bunches? Hello, ladies, I'm ready. Uh, Jerry? What? What is that? Jerry, we were all on the email. We did say. We are all going to be in black tuxedos. Melanie. Now, ask yourself, is that a black tuxedo? Melanie. I think you'll find you are, in fact, wearing a sparkly blue dress. We're going on tour. People need to see it to believe it. Not Spice Girls and Jerry. Seriously, we can't be following up now if we're going on tour. Come on, girls. 
Joining us now is the Spice Girls with the shock announcement of their UK tour. So there is a lesson to all the other bands reuniting on how to do a good promo video. Yes. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's quite well put together. Like it's filmed nicely. Yeah. They look great. It's a modern version of Spice World the movie, basically. It's the exact same tone. Yeah, yeah. you're right, actually. Mm -hmm. I cannot get over the... Jerry. We were all on the email. <laughs> because that's such an obvious nod to what I'd been suspecting for years, that at the original reunion, yeah. they were all meant to wear black, and Jerry turned up in that hideous blamange of a dress. Yeah. Just so she could be in the middle. Yes, and that they yeah. were all bitter. Mostly Mel B, who thought she'd been clever by wearing a red skirt. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they brutalised her for it, mm -hmm. and well deserved. It's great. I mean, I think, I love that they're playing up on the fact that a lot of, you know, the stuff surrounding them in recent years has been about their potential fallings out, yeah. like rumblings of rumours about who doesn't like who, etc. And they're playing that up. I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. And Mel B and Jerry, that's still that friendly feud is still obviously there. You know, whether it's just for cameras now or not, you know, I think it's really playful and it was clever of them to use it because they're acknowledging it whilst also making fun of themselves, which is what they do so well anyway. It's yes. a good message actually, isn't it? Like yeah. if you're an older, like if you're grown, that you can fall out of people and just get over it. Like it's Yeah. One thing I will say is when Emma starts singing to shut them up, she sounds incredible. Angel. And then this shrill sound cuts through the airwaves <laughs> as Jerry attempts to harmonise. And it's not Victoria. <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> the bass I, just, I know, I know it's been a long time, but you should that harmony <laughs> That harmony is oh god. And also, I'm not be careless. I know she's trying. In the papers this week, she's hired a vocal coach. Oh, really? A little too late? No. I, this is one of those few stories where I'm 100% on Jerry's side. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, she's hired a vocal coach. She's the only one of the girls to do so. A, big lie. There's no way Melanie C is going anywhere without the group having a vocal coach. Yes. Ify be... Burnett will be on that. Yes. Yeah, to be fair, I would have thought Emma started it great, but I thought Mel C, I wouldn't have necessarily have chosen Jerry to be the second one to go in on the acapella. I think Jerry was in the edit room and she yes. was like, she I, put herself I... on. And also, it's what's hilarious if when you see it then zooms out to see all four of them when they are singing. And you've got Jerry, Emma, and Mel B doing so much like movement oh, and yeah. hand acting and all of this emoting. <laughs> and then you've got Mel C just like, you know, kind of quietly in her trackie, tracky, cashing it, but you know, <laughs> basically being like, I'm the best voice here, guys. We all know it <laughs> by a mile. <laughs> by a mile. So I'm just going to sit here real chill. Oh, unpopular opinion on the forums. The thing that I did notice as well is underneath on the little ticker tape, yeah. there's like very poorly worded puns. Yes. The things that they mention in there could be misleading. So the very first thing it says is headlines, 
open brackets, friendship never ends, close brackets, which is obviously the title of their last single, yeah. which would make you think it's going to be a tour feature. Oh no. There is also, we'll get onto it later because I've got news. There is also, they mention solo singles. So they quote like bag it up. Yeah. Things will never be the same again. Yep. What took you so long? Yep. Makes you think. Did they solo quote Mel B? I'm not sure if they said what took you so long now actually. Either. Maybe, maybe not. She... I don't think so. Awkward. We were all on the email, Karen. <laughs> you were meant to put it in. Then they start doing interviews around this time as well for the tickets going on sale. And the big message that comes out of the interviews, other than they're all friends, they're all together, is it's not girl power anymore. That's done. We have solved equality. Women and men, it's parity now. Haven't you seen the news? Uh, Women are getting paid the same as everyone. Uh, now, uh, it's people power. Uh, Lauren, you look uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable with this. Shush now, it's not your turn, a man is speaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the dashes. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Gay man, I have less rights than you, it's fine. <laughs> we I'm morally, it's morally not right to teach about me in schools. Oh, well, there yeah. is that. Um, it's, just about it's you, the inter- specifically not that you're gay. Mate, you it's the intersectionality joke. of repression. So, <laughs> if you're a gay woman, then you are both sides are messing you up. Anyway. Well, it depends <laughs> if you're a butch or femme lesbian woman. <laughs> it is arguable. True enough. It's pre- what you present as as well. Anyway, mm. the reason I'm uncomfortable with this feels like in a similar vein where people say, I'm not a feminist because we should all just be equal but it's like the kind of misunderstanding what feminism was about in the first place right and also this idea of well we're all fine now right is a very kind of developed world privileged position to take Mm -hmm. because it's like well look at the actual world and that is not the case still so it's very naive to think that you know there's still not work to be done i think in fairness to them they are they're not saying oh, there's nothing to be done. But they, their angle is, we need to be united. Okay, and they want to be more inclusive, I, I understand. Especially it's just about being inclusive, but uniting. They've said a lot in the interviews for this, that they want to bring people together. They recognise it's a time of real divisiveness yeah. and that their music was always about people coming together. They are five unique women, for now, with different viewpoints from differing backgrounds. Yeah. And they can all come together and they can overcome any differences that have been there before them. And in a time, especially in the UK, but globally, when things are very separate, that they just want to bring people together and unite over one thing that they love, making money. (laughs) And and the Spice Girls and their music. And I think it's that, and that's what I think what they were getting at with people power. Yeah, I understand. Though you could also forgive me for not thinking you're about to start a socialist revolution. You know what I mean? Yes, this is true. <laughs> they also have a massive gay, you know, gay man following. So what? But, <laughs> you know, true. so maybe it is a nice acknowledgement from them, them that it's not just women and girls. I mean, yeah. You know. And I suppose they're also, possibly it was also a nod to, you know, recent, more kind of inclusive of people of different genders and non-binary people and I understand that if it's true from that people angle. is yeah people is a very inclusive term actually yeah but yeah you can understand why I was a bit like really yeah we want to re like I understand about kind of revitalizing the Spice Girls but maybe don't try and 
don't try and fix what wasn't broken. True. I think what probably happened is they just, and I say they, we all know I mean Jerry, <laughs> probably just spoke in an interview and it got latched on. I think it was in that Dan Wooten News of the No Longer News of the World interview. She's got a habit of that, talking about politics. Well, <laughs> off the cuff, yeah. I know I've said this before, but I always used to think Jerry Halliwell was like a prophet. <laughs> Some of the stuff she came out with, you know, with this girl power and the way that she used to talk, like yeah. I genuinely thought this might be the second coming. Like she is, <laughs> she is a prophet. Like some of the things she talks about. And yeah. then I realised, yeah, if you put a hundred monkeys on a hundred typewriters, oh. <laughs> Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> no, but eventually, I think I don't think necessarily it's that she is a prophet. No. I just think she says so much. That that some of it, it lands. Yeah. Even I, a broken clock. You're mega yeah. right <laughs> You're mega hated enough today. No, I'm not. Like she's. Sometimes I think she doesn't know, and I think that might be one of those fifty-fifty yeah. moments. Yeah, she just kind of says what's. You know, she speaks from the heart, and sometimes her heart is wrong. <laughs> Well, while we're talking about changing girl power to yeah. people power, a news report comes out in the December of last year, so 2018, stating that the girls will have to change some of the lyrics of their songs because they are not PC in 2019. So it specifically stated the line from Spice Up Your Life, Yellow Man in Timbuktu. I, I mean, you know what, for me, I find this fair enough. <laughs> To be honest, I always thought that line was every man in Timbuktu. So if they just changed it to that, I wouldn't even have noticed. I thought it was every man in Timbuktu. <laughs> I think the, mm, the thing with that rap is I think they were trying to be really inclusive. Yeah, that was that, the irony. That verse or rap, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. You know, that it's, you know, yellow man in Timbuktu, colour for me and you. I think they were just chose a colour. I think it was just a good rhyme. Let's yeah. not read into it too much. Good rhyme. I also, <laughs> so the story yeah. of that song is they were recording the album Spice World and the movie at the same time. Yeah. It's, that's well documented. And I think the Spice, so that Spice World song is from, Spice Up Your Life is from the very end scene of the Spice World movie. That's right, yeah. They knew that they had to have a song that would be this sort of banger, that would be the lead single, yeah. that would be in that scene. Yeah. And they hadn't, written the song mm -hmm. the day before that scene was being shot so they finished it that night wow and i think likely the first time they perform that song ever yeah. is in that scene <sighs> really this is my knowledge i did not know that well some of you didn't do your research <laughs> <laughs> yes that's uh, to my understanding that's what happened so i imagine that verse rap came together quite I see. And hugely successfully. Well, yes. This is not the first time they have had to change lyrics for inclusivity. Can you remember a time when they did to it? To become before? one. That's correct. Can you remember the line? Uh, boys and girls should feel good together. Boys and girls go good together. Yeah, that's correct. But they changed it to... The original line was, this is a good fact. The original line is sung on the album version by Jerry. So she sings... Any deal that we endeavour, boys and girls feel good together. On the single version, Baba Jerry, <laughs> Queen Victoria. Oh, here we go. The best singer. 
sings. Well, she deserved to sing on To Become One because she did not get to sing yeah, on Wannabe. Fair play. True enough. I think it was another day when Victoria was doing business in London and Jerry was left Hustling. to do the songwriting again. <laughs> so Victoria sings, once again, if we endeavour, love will bring us back together. Because they worried it might alienate a, a growing gay fan base. Yeah. Oh, boys and girls. Yeah. I just, I didn't take that as boys go my girls though. I just took that as there's well, the boys and there's girls. And boys and girls feel good together. Which yeah. supposes which that is, girls and girls yeah. are boys. It's heteronormativity is what it is. Yes. I actually like the love line better, to be fair. Yeah. That's yeah. because you like Victoria's voice. Also oh. that. But I knew about that because there has been de- times where I've sang, you know. So I'm prone to a bit of karaoke. Yeah. But I noticed at an early age there was a two different... Yeah. But I didn't know why. Obviously now that does make more sense. Mm. I thought that was very respectful of them actually. Yeah, like, you, I could. I wasn't upset by the boys and girls no. line. I could see how you could easily write that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought it was very respectful to go, actually, there's a better way of doing this. Yes. So around this time, January 2019, we're nearly in the future. Simon Phil is doing interviews for something else. Maybe it's a little bit connected to this. And the journalist starts quizzing him around streaming and social media numbers. So obviously when the Spice Girls were out originally and arguably the reunion as well, streaming and social media weren't a big deal. Obviously you had iTunes and buying music online. People buy music online? They did. I then. did. I oh. did in the mid noughties Yeah. No, no, not that, no. On iTunes. A bit early. I don't think it counted towards charts then. I'm not sure when it came into charting oh, yeah. positions. Either way, he gets asked about it. It's a much bigger deal now. He said, "There's no music out. The streaming on Spice Girls. We don't even bother looking at it because I haven't got a clue what it is. My guess is it's not very much." Until this podcast started, and let me tell you. <laughs> it's the fastest selling, biggest selling tour this year because people engage with them. They are engaged with them. The girls are awesome. They have a message which connects, and we will sell out more stadiums quicker than any other artist on planet Earth. Wow. Fact. It is true. It's confident. He's right. Yeah. Is it the biggest selling tour this year? Um, allegedly. Maybe. I don't know. If it's hard to finding out the sales on Share? my books. Well, it might be that they're basically in the high, the top 10 acts, see, that will sell out ASAP. They're doing yeah. three shows at Wembley, that's more than anyone else is doing. Spice Girls, just because your tickets are three times the price doesn't mean that you are the biggest selling tour. Well, <laughs> just that they cost the most. I can tell you it costs the same as share. Oh. And that's got split four ways. Oh, Ticketmaster should have shares on your wife. Shares on my life. <laughs> Maybe shares, got shares on my life. life. Well, this is where it's interesting. Okay, so I did the numbers. Spice Girls have got. Do you know how many followers they have on Instagram? Around three hundred. <laughs> did I tell you earlier? Can you no, look at, I've been researching. Looking over my shoulder. 
they joined in 2018 when they, the tour announcements were. They they launched all there. Do you know how many Little Mix have on Instagram? I'm going to say 3 million. I'm going to say 4.1 million. 10.9 million. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay. Now, what is the point of a Spice Girls social media in 2019? That's the question. Like, with Little Mix, it's really obvious. But they, through their fan engagement, they are constantly engaged year long. Whether they're releasing music or not, they're constantly posting pictures daily, back scene videos. I mean, I know this from research, not because I follow them, well, I just like... <laughs> it's, it's really clear what they do. What do the Spice Girls do? I mean, I would question who is running the Spice Girls social medias. It's a good question. My answer would be Jerry Halliwell's daughter, Bluebell. <laughs> I have watched a lot of it and I get the impression that she's doing it in her computer time of the day. Jerry's like, you have an extra half hour if you can manage, what is Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Emma's mum <laughs> in the weekend shift. Emma's mum's really good on yeah. Twitter, actually. She engages with the fans is a lot. She really? thank, thank you, Pauline. Yeah, she seems lovely. It just, the fan accounts probably do a better job yes. of promoting the Spice Girls than the Spice Girls do. But an interesting concept to that is do they need promotion? Exactly. Exactly. It, yeah, they're almost they're a young, household name. They're almost beyond. Like they, and also it's the fact that there is a lot of older people who are ourselves included, who are you know the older generation. It's not teenagers who are their core fan base, and so we just need to hear through the more traditional means about what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get your carrier pigeon with the, <laughs> the news about the spice? When you went to the king of England. <laughs> I'm never going to let Aaron live that oh, down. God. I'm a teacher and I asked a 13-year-old boy at school uh, what he thought of the Spice Girls and he said, Spice what? <laughs> so so it really wow. is quite irrelevant to some kids today, unfortunately. And yeah. yet they still sell out. Yeah. yeah. Be Bear in mind what you just said about do they need to promote because mm. that will become relevant. Very shortly after this, we get an interesting storyline where Melanie B finds herself in hospital with a broken or fractured arm. I know broken and fractured are the same thing. I, I no, but I feel like they said something more dramatic. Like they said shattered, right? Oh, was that the word they used? And that, that made me so like, like what? Like basically she, oh, in fact, no, it wasn't shattered. They used the word severed. No, no, no. I swear to God. Okay. Well, there's so many news sources. We won't check them all. It does bring up... Severed arm. No, but by that... Well, you could pull out the joint or a muscle. That's what they meant, yeah. Or a tendon. Yeah. I... Yeah, it did sound quite bad. She was in for a while. It didn't seem to hold much work, though. She was still promoting her book and... Yeah. So either she was... She's just one of these people that's like, severed arm, whatever. Yeah. Or it was manageable mm. cutely all the girls turned up to the oh, hospital nice. yeah good i suspect jerry pushed her <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought they were... is that why what happened <laughs> oh, she said all publicity is good, good publicity. publicity and melby went well you wait to see what good publicity looks like <laughs> no i just think they were talking about what songs they were going to do and melby was like we're doing coral or jerry and jerry was like no <laughs> I want to bag it up. <laughs> but it does call up worries about how well they will cope with touring. So I was listening to a podcast recently with Emma, 
Mm. And she was saying, she had a moment when she was in the gym and she had some weight above her head. She was doing a movement and she was like, oh gosh, if I drop this and there's so much riding on what they're doing that they have to be really careful about looking yes. after themselves and injuring themselves. And, and not that they're, they're old, but they're older than, you know, they're 10 years older than the last time they toured. Yep. And yes. then they were, you know, a good 10 years older than nearly than the time they toured before. Yeah. Your body can cope with less. Yeah, yes. and they're all mothers now as well. They've so... got more pressures on them, yeah. 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 Bigger commitments yeah. outside the space Girls. And I think an injury is harder to recover from. And there was physical strain on them the last time. It was Melcy's knee. You... That That's right, yes. And it kept causing our trouble, yeah. wasn't it? Which yeah. was a throwback from previous touring before. Like, all yeah. of that doesn't go away. So I think the fact that there is a small number of dates mm. 12 is it yeah they've added and taken away from so it's that's manageable yeah. at this stage i mean there are a lot of rumors that there will be more dates mm. there's definitely been talks of an american tour mm. and that they were dipping their toe to see how this goes yeah. i think that's a wise decision though when you look back at the reunion you know they, they had to cancel dates it was too yeah. much for yes. them i think they, there's that appreciation that yes we are getting older yeah. that i don't think they wouldn't say that themselves you know they're in the best shape probably you know yeah um especially if mel b's now you know if her arm's better in, yeah well in recovery I mean, yeah so, oh, right, yeah. yeah yeah but it makes sense that they're kind of cautiously adding dates Plus, because they're still gonna make what they're still gonna make 10 million, a lot it? of cash there's a lot of agreements yeah but I, I i think it's like they're obviously like let's not overdo it because to commit to something and then disappoint is negative publicity that you really don't want. And they've done it before. Yeah. And they've done it before. So they don't want a repeat of that. While we're talking Mel B and all publicity is good publicity, Jerry, we can't ignore the story that has broke recently. No, we cannot. Where Mel B has shared on Piers Morgan's life stories that her and Jerry were extremely intimate. The wording. Go- Do you want to see the clip, Lauren? I don't think you've watched this. I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it was a case of I, I read about it and, and I also hate Piers Morgan. Shout yeah. out to Piers Morgan. Hate you. But if you want to sponsor us, we're, <laughs> we're open to ideas. Um, and I, I felt like maybe it felt a bit uh, tacky and exploitative and tabloid esque. But okay, let me watch it. Right. Well, let's play the clip. There were rumours that you and Jerry were uh, more than just good friends. You'd had a little dabble. Anything you want to share with the group? <laughs> well, no denial. <laughs> I, either of you? Anyone want to pitch in? Oh. She had great boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so you did? Well, not really. Well, you clearly did, right? Yes? Come on, your book. Why can't you answer for me? I, I don't know anything. Oh, whatever, Melanie! I don't. This is all new to me. Come on, your book's called Brutally Honest. You yeah. Said you were coming here to be brutally honest. I am being brutally honest. But did you or didn't you with Jerry Halliwell? Well, what do you consider as doing it or not? Did you sleep with her? Yeah, we all slept in a bed together. 
But not like that, all of us. Did you sleep with Jerry like that? <laughs> yes. Really? She's going to hate me for this, cos she's all posh in a country house with her husband. <laughs> Thoughts, Aaron? Uh, um, I feel like she kind of... Her reaction to it was when he was posing that question. Uh, it's funny, cos she could have... With the media training she has... Does she? Well... Does she have any photo? Oh, well... <laughs> There's two questions there. They've yes. got 25 years of media training. Yes. Does she have a filter? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because part of me is like, what did she, like the mood just came over her, like it made her laugh. And then she was like, oh no, if I deny it too permanently, maybe they'll be like, oh well, clearly that is the case. And so she just decided to be honest. I don't. Let's yeah. put it this way. Yeah. What does she? Yeah. What does she, Melanie Brown, actually say? She doesn't actually say anything. That's and, the thing. And he says that Piers, Piers is desperately trying to get a scoop, isn't he? And yeah. she says yeah to stuff. Yeah. But she said yeah to stuff in the past. They all have. Yeah. They all said that when Mel B got her tongue pierced, they all had a go. They all kissed. Right. They've all said in the bath they passed in the bath. <laughs> Maybe in the bath. <laughs> Maybe in the bath. In the bath. <laughs> They've all said that they shared beds together in the past. Not intimately, but they shared beds. Yeah. They were all very close. Yeah. She doesn't say that. He says, I think, did you go all the way? And she goes, there was stuff. Yeah. There is no description there of what did or didn't happen. It's not like they were graphic or she said what went where or who's what. Or even if they yeah. weren't close. You know, I have to say, so from reading about it... I got the impression that Mel B had come out and said it, but now yeah. having watched the clip, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, actually, it was Piers kind of twisting her and trying to put her on the spot. And it's pitting girl against girl as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> pitting girl on girl. <laughs> well, both. Well, it's, it's also the interaction with Mel C is interesting because she's kind of smiling at her like, back me up here, help me out. What do I say? Like, take the heat yeah. off me. Mel C said enough in the past. Oh, know? she's <laughs> just so, like, nah. Nah, she's like, She's yeah. not getting involved in another lesbian drama. She's just no. got herself away from all of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she was, you know, basically being like, oh, I don't know anything about it. How much I believe of that, I don't know. Well, she's, she's obviously faux when she says she's that. That's playing. Yeah. Huh. The thing that gets me, there's a lot of things that get me. One, the media really twisted this story. So before I felt that, read that clip, watched that clip, and I'd read the stories, it felt like she'd literally come out and said, this bing bang bong described it like a porno. Yes. Yes. Not at all. No. Yeah. Also, it said Melcy was outraged. <sighs> outraged she was. Outraged. But and that she felt this was going to tear the tour apart rubbish but no. and now yeah. they're saying jerry's not said anything which is a sign that it's all falling apart it's such it's a one minute 24 clip yeah. yeah yeah and here we go if this was a male and a female there would be none of this controversy it wouldn't have even and dean say yeah exactly <laughs> i was thinking more you know Sorry. hannah and paul s club seven oh yeah oh. they did they no but did. that's what I mean. it didn't did it hit the headlines in the same way that two women would you know 
Um, I think if it had been a male and a female in Spice Girls, I mean, the S Club were good, but they weren't up there media wise. I think there's also the old school tabloid old men kind of rubbing their thighs. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's like that, you always know. Always fancied the Spice Girls. Yeah, always imagined them, you know. And you know, Melby's. All that horrible stuff. Um, Melby's saying to her, you know, she's got great boobs, so. You know, if anything from this interview, Jerry, you know, I, I would be pretty happy so if someone said national TV had great tits, you know. <laughs> I think there's also this element of, so she says at the end, oh, Jerry's going to be really mad at me now because she's all posh in this big house. And the media picked up on that. Mm. Like, that was a slight, like, Jerry's upset now because yeah. she thinks Mel's judging her life. It didn't come out that way. No, no. I don't think so. No. And the media were really quick to say, Jerry's husband won't be happy with this. Right. Which didn't feel like the feminist standpoint, oh, Jerry's got to do what her husband says. Yeah. 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 But also, you don't marry Jerry Halliwell without knowing who Jerry Halliwell is. Yeah. It's not like this guy lived in a bubble and met this girl and was like, you were in what, girls? <laughs> you said what, sorry? <laughs> like, he knew everything about it. He probably had a poster on his wall yeah. when he was, you know, yeah. whatever. It, it, that seemed ridiculous to me. I think it's it's making a mountain out of a molehill a little bit. Um, and so what if they were intimate? Like, again, as she does say briefly in that clip, she says it was so long ago. There is almost this thing of, I think, when even something that at the time would have seemed quite scandalous, decades later, you're just like, so what? Let's just laugh about it. Mm. We're all different people now. And I kind of get vibe from this clip. The thing I'm still you know? confused about, though, why? So you said earlier mm. that... They don't need to promote. Like, the tour is mm. sold out in most places. I think there are still some tickets in some of the added venues. Mm. The tour is successfully sold. Yes. Her book is out and sold well. Yes. This isn't in the book. Yeah. She's doing this Piers Morgan life story. She has enough stories. Yeah. Why are they saying this? Because, as much as I dislike Piers, there is no way a question like that got through all of the PR mm. to be on that segment and then to be released months ahead of the show. Right. Without most people being consensual, surely. It's a good point. And something that people who may be not familiar with how these, you know, shows and interviews work might not realise. Things don't maybe get past your PR and your publicity. Piers Morgan's Life Story is an hour long show, an hour and a half, right? There's, yeah. There's no way they would have, that must have been pre-approved. Yes. I would have thought. The rumors... Unless it's just the pre-approved thing is the kiss and he's worded it in such a way it's become a scandal. Yeah. The rumours have always been there about the two mm. of them though. And you know, for Mel B, it's a no-brainer. It's even more publicity for her to, you know, the tour and the book. We know that she's probably the least financially stable out of the Spice Girls. There has been rumours that, you know, she I, has... Allegedly, I, I question that. I know that she's had this rough divorce and we'll get into it when we talk about her second solo, but she does America's Got Talent. Yeah. But I think she's she done has... this year as well, she's done America's Got Talent, the champions. Yeah. 
they've been saying she's losing her role. That's not happened. She's been in filming. Yeah. What she's I done mean a series is, since they've said that. She I is hustling, know. and that's just something that Mel B always has done. But I think there is sort of reports that she has lost a significant amount of money through, you know, I think we will get onto this later on. Yeah. But, I she mean, may have lost a lot of money, but she's not... Sh- She's not going begging to Victoria for you know a loan. She's fine. No. Mm-hmm. She must be fine. Let's put this story to bed. Pun intended. <laughs> also, I just wanted to say one last thing. Of course, it, she link- did. it links. It- <laughs> I'll try and keep it short. In the end, it shows that you can't stereotype people. Because all that time, people were trying to push that Mel C was gay. And because she didn't come off as, as girly as the others, when the, the same story was maybe going on elsewhere. Not that it even matters. I mean, it doesn't matter. It was their own private relationships. And ultimately, it doesn't change anything about the Spice Girls. No, if anything, it makes them stronger. Yeah. If you want to be my lover, you've got to get with my friends. I mean, <laughs> I have. <laughs> so, the next story, before we get into what we think is going to happen, there is some controversy around their opening act. Oh, Jess yes. Jess Glynn. She gets a big headline statement in that video that we watched earlier. It's plus special guest, Jess Glynn. She is not just any opening act. She is a special guest. Before anything is said, and I know a lot has been said online on the forums about people not liking Jessica, and I know on our group chat there has been a vote <laughs> on whether we should arrive in time to watch Jessica or whether we should stay outside drinking. But <laughs> let's just say Jessica is a hugely successful solo artist. Yeah, yeah. Most number ones currently, I believe, for a British female Sorry, artist. Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. She's just taken that crown. Unless Jerry just wanted her in the room so she could kneecap her. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe she pushed Mel down the stairs as practice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're really hating Jerry. <laughs> so the story went that Modest Management, who are arranging this tour, had arranged the support act and agreed £100,000 for Jess Glynn per show. She's 1.3 million in total. Wow. Good for her. Apparently, this had not been put past the girls, though. Oh. So, apparently, they didn't necessarily want an opening act. Or they didn't want to spend so much on one, and that they didn't want to part with that cash. Yeah. For that kind of money? I... I remember when they announced it was just Glynn thinking, oh, that's a big signing. Mm. I say big instead of good. I, I, she's not my favourite, although there's no. a lot of songs there I think are really good. I, I probably wouldn't buy an album. Yeah. Mm. She's just not, for me, what Space represents. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know she, she, that she, yeah, she's a very successful female artist. I appreciate that. And, you know, I don't think that she's not talented. But to me, she's just not the enthusiastic sort of pop star that I would have envisioned for the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. But she is a very different type of pop star. Yeah. So, so she does wear tracksuits and she does have her own sense of style and she is very individualistic. That's and true. And her songs aren't um, <sighs> generic pop songs oh. that don't have a lot of meaning to them they're she's not got, just I mean, she's, got, together, she's they... a great singer she's a great vocalist uh-huh. she doesn't wear makeup on a Thursday <laughs> she 
cleared it because she's not going to work on a Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> Why? No, Thursday. Not Friday. Friday. Thursday. It's so like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, my pajamas. I'm like, it's not sun- Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> that's that's my least favorite song. I just don't get. I, I get the sentiment, but it really bugs me, guys. Okay, for me, for me, she's had a lot of number ones because she's the collaboration. Yes. Artist. Yeah. A lot of yeah. a, a lot of her success. When I remember when I first saw a song that she had released, and it was just her on the ticket. I was like, oh wow, she she does things alone, you know? I thought she was in Clean Bandit. Yeah, wasn't she? I mean, no. No. Oh. <laughs> she just did a couple Sounds of songs. Them. I All see, I see. I think for me, okay, so I mean, she does have a lot of current kind of songs that are on the radio. It's not of the same generation, and I would yeah. feel like for our. The people who grew up with the Spice Girls, she doesn't hold the same cachet in any way. No. I mean, even she does like with a lot, but not with everyone. Do or something, you know? But why? The, so for me, it feels like the management company yeah. weren't as believing the tour would sell as yeah. maybe the Spice Girls were. Yeah. And it was like, oh, if we get a really good opener, yeah. that might sway those people who were. Mm. It's or a the lot of money. Crowds. Do I want to see them? Right. Or yeah, the younger crowd that are thinking, oh, maybe we will go. You know who I would have preferred? Well, let's do that in a sec. Okay. Because that is a great game okay let's finish on jess let's put her to bed um, not the could same you, bed could you almost <laughs> that would be a bit of a squeeze my thought is <laughs> if you want to go and see jess glenn you'll buy a ticket to see yeah, jess glenn it's not very special it'll be cheaper and she's touring all the time right yeah. but um let us know if you think we should go and see her though because i i'm gonna go we should um... go because we need to have opinions <laughs> <laughs> We need to change our minds. And listen, this is not she us will be, I think she will literally, she'll put on an amazing show. Yeah. <laughs> is she the best opener? Is she the correct opener for this? I mean, well done to her. I mean, I would have taken Oh, but, and you know, she probably grew up listening to them as well. So what yeah, an achievement she does for say her. that. Nobody would say no to it. Never. No. no. I mean, I would go up. So who would, let's do it. Who would be good? What would be a good, Lauren, you had an idea. This might be controversial, but I would have even preferred Jesse J. I would have preferred Jessie J. Isn't that the same thing? Is no, but Jessie J's been around a lot longer. Yeah, she's around just Jessie from three, four years ago. No, for longer than that. You know, like, she's got brilliant bangers. Even, like, stuff that she's written for other people, like Party in the USA. Mm. Like, oh. She ain't gonna sing that. Well, she always does. Party in Edinburgh. She doesn't. She, she does, because she wrote it. I know she wrote it, please. <laughs> I know she wrote it. What about Miley Cyrus? She'd be incredible. Oh, I'm not sure so she knows good. who the Spice Girls are. No. I mean, that was the thing, was I did think... But that's another, that's another Jess Glynn. That's someone current that you're like, oh, you could, you, if you wanted to see Miley Cyrus, you would go see Miley Cyrus on tour. Yeah, no, you're right. For me, I would have loved to have seen The All Saints. I think I mean, that is incredible. a banging. Yes. They had an album out maybe a couple of years ago now. Oh, they also had one out last year. Thank you, Testament. Yes. Wow. Okay. You know, so they're still playing, but, you know, I think it would have been so special to the 90s vibe, but not yeah. cheesy, you know, because yes. they're all growing up, they're all women, like, yeah. you know, and... Oh, just and that would have made that. a lot of sense, actually, because they are close, they were in the same era, they would have done the shows together, they yes. were pitted at rivals at the time, but I don't yeah. think that really existed. No. Yes. And I know for Mel C is definitely close to the Appleton sisters, because yes. yeah. she had one Emma of them. too. Yeah, they're all in that range. That would make sense. That would have been lovely. 
honestly. But are All Saints the biggest band, you know, it's that safety net, isn't it? Did they think? Yeah, but then almost I think you put, you put two acts from that age then, put Bewitched on, or, but then I guess maybe they thought, maybe they have been really smart because that puts the Spice Girls as a nostalgia act. Oh, they're yeah, a nostalgia. They're a big reunion type. And there's lots of that going on. It's always popping yeah. up in my face, but 90s, noughties, and it's got yeah. his S Club party, his Atomic Kitten, with or without Michelle Heaton. Yeah. <laughs> or Kitty. Yeah, or who will it be? Who will it be? <laughs> Neither. Um, whereas they've gone, the Spice Girls are not nostalgia. The Spice Girls are still current. They're still selling out stadiums yes and look here they are sat alongside the biggest mm. artist at the moment who would you have picked in i like the idea that maybe you have like a karaoke party or something beforehand so maybe it's like a disco or um is a dj or people come up and they or... sing solo songs of the spice girls like Ian twitching no i wouldn't <laughs> no but then i suppose that's a lot to ask someone to do in a stadium isn't it? Yeah. yeah um the spice girls could have done what the rolling stones did when i went to see them a few years ago they just didn't have a support act and played for two and a half hours solid it was incredible I mean so I mean d- does a band like the Space Girls need a support act it's a good question they don't but two and a half hours it's a lot yeah I mean Jerry's mm. voice would be <laughs> oh god like you know like those Brillo brushes for oh, your dishes no. I was you're hating now I was thinking of Melcy's knee oh, oh yes that's right she'd be wheeling, wheeling out on this day wonder if she can still do the high kicks Oh god, if she did a backflip, but yeah, that's a lot. To that's ask. risky. Yeah, 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 that could go wrong. Yeah. So that's the rumours. Let's start looking forward to predictions. Okay. So recently, the Spice Girls set up and launched an online shop. There are no products currently in the shop. Ooh. It's our window. Ah. So they have been selling things. We'll talk about that in a sec. But let's start thinking about what merchandise they would sell. Mm-hmm. So, at Comic Relief, for Comic Relief, they were selling their hashtag I want to be a Spice Girl t-shirts and jumpers. Very simple, plain white, hashtag I want to be a Spice Girl. I did not buy one, because I don't want to be anything. <laughs> and it. <laughs> and also they were very expensive. And white, not very practical for my day-to-day life. Also, where was the vest? Where was the crop top? <laughs> I'm not spending a lot of money on a t-shirt. I have to cut up myself. Yeah. You want to show your biceps? <laughs> I work damn hard. I mean, the controversy that came with this sounds great on paper is that it was the t-shirts were made to be sold for profit for comic relief. Great. And then the fact that The Guardian come out with an investigative journalist piece where they basically reveal comic relief. They'd done a connection with a retailer who then got a manufacturer to make the t-shirts in Bangladesh. And the women working in the factory were earning 35 pence per hour. So the irony is like on so many levels. Yeah. Like, first of all, they were literally making t-shirts for girl that was like, I want to be a Spice Girl, girl power. But it was all about, meant to be, and then it was, and the second level was that it was for comic relief and it was meant to be for their gender equality campaign. And I thought like some of the projects Comic Relief worked for was 
getting good working standards in factories in places like Bangladesh. 100% yes and so for this to have I suppose it's because manufacturing of, of this kind there's so many like levels to it and it's passed down the chain at one point it basically there is an oversight I mean and that is how people get away with exploitation nowadays true yeah I don't for a single minute think Emma Melanie Melanie and Jerry were sat no. in a room and they were like look guys we could make this in Norwich but yeah I found a great deal online. And then Jerry starts talking about Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that happened. No. I, think I mean, they, they have actually commented, like the Spice Girls and uh, their management and Comic Relief have all said that they had actually made inquiries about the ethics of the manufacturer and it had seemed fine at the time. And then down the pipeline, decision had been made that it was going to change the factory that the t-shirts would be made in. So, it, you know, it was an unfortunate series of events, but, oh God, and it huge kind of, irony. It obviously overtook the meaning, the good meaning behind it, you know, yes. raising money for comic relief. Yeah. Which is typical. Like, also, another part of me question everything news-wise at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they say these people make 35p an hour, how realistic is that as a figure? You know, like pay and inflation, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not for any minute suggesting, oh, they are actually having a wonderful time at those factories. How much of this is me? I mean, The Guardian is a pretty reliable source. So, I mean, they go into much more details. This is like a long article and she lives in a tiny 12 foot by 12 foot room. And for the rent of that room, it's over half of her wage monthly rent. Okay. So, they are not, they're getting paid peanuts. Yeah. They're on the bread line. They're barely eating. So we probably don't want them selling these t-shirts. <laughs> the online shop. Although talk lighting will definitely be a part of it. Oh yeah. Are you going to buy anything? I'm going to make a Pot of the Pops t-shirt. Ooh. Oh. I will make us all one. Are Amazing. you going to buy anything there though? Any merchandise? I'm going to see how good it, like, I always, mm. the thing with tall clothing and stuff, I always think it looks bad. Like I always think it's made on the cheapest fruit of the loom t-shirt they can find. Yeah. It doesn't fit me nice. Yeah. And I don't want to spend 40 quid on something I'm gonna wear in bed. Yeah. yeah. And usually it's, it's that, not comfortable. Usually it's that heavy, sweaty cotton, you know. Yeah. The, you and know, I always end up finding myself have to crop it or cut the arms off or tie it up, and it's just it's not I like a fit. I like a nice fitted. Just, I like it to look sprayed on. <laughs> Basically, I like to wear I'm a jumper so that looks like a vest. <laughs> So if you're listening to this... And you want uh, to send us merch. <laughs> and you have an American visa for Aaron, so you can go live in California. <laughs> always have his bicep. I just think there's better... I think you can get better stuff out there. Yeah. So like Binge Designs do better Spice Girls stuff than the Spice Girls do. Mm. Um, Vonk, I think it is. Hello Vonk do better stuff than the Spice Girls do. You know what you I would You can find re- them on Twitter. You know what I would really like would be if there was some cool new tour art and they made like a limited edition print i'd buy that for my wall yeah but you know what it'll be if they do it'll either be that picture of the four of them that's been doing the rounds right. or it'll be something like do you remember when they did the greatest hits album oh and it I was know. the most expensive cover oh. and it was it looked it was just generic like yeah. blue bell had yeah. done it on word art she's pretty talented <laughs> she's so talented <laughs> so this is what i would like and i mooted the idea okay. on our socials I would love it if they brought back the old merchandise. Amazing. So I asked our listeners if there was any old merchandise that they would want to remind us of stuff that was out there. I want the Polaroid. 
So the Polaroid is, I, you can buy the Polaroid on eBay, it's expensive. And I don't know if it would still work, Yeah. but the Polaroid would be clever because Polaroids are really in again at the moment. Yeah, they are, yeah. I would buy that on the tour. Yes. If I'd had a few drinks, mm. like say we drink through Jess Glynn, yeah. I would, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like, and enjoy. Drink and enjoy, yeah. responsibly. Yeah. I would buy a Polaroid. I would just throw all my money. Yeah, it's like the up-to-date version of Insta. Yeah. That would be very cool. Jamie on Twitter wanted the beanbag back. I had oh. three of them. Oh, well, he's going to come for you for at least one of those. <laughs> Have you still got them? I don't think so. The print was so bad on them, though. Yeah. Their faces were all, like, the quality was... It was terrible, yeah. yeah. The print, the I'm quality. surprised it was beanbags and not, at that time, an inflatable chair. Do you remember inflatable yeah, furniture? Yeah, yeah. But then how would they put their faces on it, really? Yeah. You printed on that. I remember there was one with flowers on. Oh, okay. That's true. I had um, a pillowcase that wasn't an actual Spice Girls pillowcase, but my mum had got like an iron-on transfer. Oh. I know, it was so cute. I loved it. Um, Sarah Ramage on uh, one of our listeners on Facebook still has the cans of Impulse. <gasps> Which the is orange amazing. cans. <laughs> I was like... Do you use them? She's like, no, they have not been sprayed since 97. <laughs> wow. She's clung to them. They'll be a collector's item. She could probably sell those. Yeah. yeah. Um, my friend Lauren on our Facebook as well said that she had, that this is problematic. She said that when she signed up to the Spice Girls Club, the official magazine or something, and they sent her a card for her wallet that said, flash for instant girl power. Oh, interesting choice of words. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what we thought. But there was also, there was the chocolates, the chupa chops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walkers. I really want those Walkers crisps back. That yeah. cheese and chive or cream and chive. Mm. Oh God, that was a good flavour. The closest thing is like the Pringle flavouring. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 So I want those Walkers back. For sure. It's insane when you think about all the different types of merch they had. Yeah, they really fr- pushed the boundaries. They were one of those first acts that was brand. I'm a brand. My friend Sarah had the cardboard cutouts, oh, the yeah. life size cardboard cutouts. So that was quite interesting. <laughs> I can't see that being a big sell now because that was no. definitely for when we were younger. Yeah. Those are like collector's oh, items. Yeah. Now you want the yes. original. Now you'd be like, look how one. dusty that would get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but some of that old yeah. merch I could see definitely on tour. I buy mm. a chop on tour. Yeah. I will. I mean, I think we should take them actually, just yeah. regular ones. Yeah. I buy the chocolate. I buy a polar. I buy a can of Impulse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Who was the chocolate by? It was Cadbury. Was it? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, the big thing that people have been getting exciting excited about online has, of course, been the PlayStation game. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well that would update. Because it's all the, I mean, I don't, I'm not a gamer. Yeah. I, I do know that people literally play video games to the end. Like, they complete them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that right now. No idea about this. Yeah. I thought they were, like, relationships. Just played it till you got hard and ran away. <laughs> it's like an interactive film now. You yeah. can literally watch the game. Uh, what about Pepsi as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, they had a big Pepsi. Yeah. And that's all. I can't see Pepsi going for no, it. No, I, especially like nowadays, they'd probably be like, oh, we want to be a responsible After mothers. Kendall Jenner, they want to be careful. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Although they nice. did like a Legends, American Legends one before a Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, what was interesting about the PlayStation game, for instance, was it was very much like an early 
dance, you know, dance, dance revolution, wasn't it? Before yeah. that was a thing. So, yeah. you know, that was, it was very much kind of ahead of its time in that they way. They could do that on the tour though. They could have yes. the, they could have like a dance map, but you know, like you get those arcade ones. Yes. And it could have the PlayStation game on it. Yes. People would play that. Guys, let's keep it classy. <laughs> no, I'm you, I'm <laughs> pulling faces. That's not classy. I yeah. think that sounds fun. I, you want to keep it fun. I can see people putting their handbags on the side yes. and getting down. I see, I see a safety issue now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joy Kilcarran just wants Joy to Kilcarran. take this. No, I think they're, honestly, I think they're beyond all this now. I think they're just going to do this tour, make the money off it. But they could make money off of that game. Like, yeah, the, the merch, people paying a pound each time that they Exactly. Do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of merch, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. They, yeah, it's an added bonus. Are you going to... Do you think there'll be a tour book? What do you call There's that? always a... There'll be a big glossy programme, yeah. won't there? Is yeah. anyone going to buy that? We probably have to buy one to review it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll wait till some drunk lady drops us. <laughs> we could put it under our... I'm talking about Lauren. <laughs> This is expensive. Yeah, I am taxing all of this. Yeah. Let's talk about music. I mean, we're an hour 20 minutes into the podcast. We probably should. I mean, it's not like us to go off a tangent. No. You kept them pretty tight up until now. So there's been talks about will they, won't they do new music? Obviously in the gem era, they were in the recording studio. Various girls have been in the recording studio over the last year. That's been revealed to mostly be solo projects. Emma, Mel C. We don't know if new music is coming. Obviously at the last tour, we had a greatest hits album that they'd never done before. And we had one new single release yeah. and we had one new old song. Yeah. Do we think off the bat they would do new music? No. I think there could be potential. Or even if they did, they could. It wouldn't even need to be new written music. It could just be a cover, a really fun cover, or it True. could be a remix. Well, obviously you're preluding the story that we we know that's getting to that in a sec. Yeah. I could see Jerry definitely wanting to do new music. Of course. Definitely yes. wanting to write and do new music. The whole of her narrative over the last ten years yes. is trying to release new music. Yeah. But of course guys you need to look at two thousand and seven. You know, that was the worst chart and single for the Space Girls yeah. headlines. Are they going to do that again and without Victoria? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. It seems maybe risky. Maybe they won't bother. I can see Mel C not being super into it. But yeah. singing a fantastic yeah. rendition of the song. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll hate it, but she'll, she'll way, sing everyone. I can see her not being into it, but then I can see her being into it. Like, Mel C loves making music. It's she true. loves singing. She, she loves being part of that process. Emma's obviously been really glad to get back into the studio she's been around that yeah i could see it happening but then most likely not never say never that's what justin bieber said and he <laughs> literally just retired from music this week so the rumor is currently that there is going to be a rocka rocka remix <laughs> keeping it 90s yeah. big name as well diplo very good. So apparently Diplo is going to sample one of their older songs to rework into a summer banger. Can I just say, I had no idea who Diplo was. So if anyone doesn't know, then they must be really old like me and just not have a clue about popular music. 
Karen, you're the youngest one sat at this table. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the oldest <laughs> in my head. Yeah. yeah, Diplo is a huge deal. He's a respected producer and DJ. He's, he's yeah. collaborated with... Pick a female pop star and they've done it. Exactly. I could see a remix being a big deal right now. So they had a lot be. of remixes at the time. They were they were being played in the clubs. Yes. They were hits. That seems... I can hear something along the lines of... Do you remember that, that 99 Souls a year or two ago with the, the Girl Is Mine, the remix of Destiny's Child's Girl and... Brandy Monaco as well yeah. is nice. And then there's been yes. the Britney and Rihanna as well. Which ones? Are you thinking of S&M the remix? Oh, maybe. Which wasn't really like that, but yes, well done, Karen. <laughs> you named a song. Um, <laughs> from like 10 years ago. <laughs> but yeah, dance remixes of, because now a lot of the dance hits are samples of songs. So there was that On Vogue one yes. that, that was a big hit. They just yeah. take the hook and then... Oh, yes. no, my, the one that I was thinking of is Disturbia and... Oh, yeah, that's still 10 years old. It's okay. Well done, Karen. <laughs> we love your involvement. <laughs> I think this could be a big... Just, this, I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Definitely going for a banger as yes. it's going to be a summer tour rather yep. than... I didn't think a ballad was a strong position. No, it no, wasn't. It wasn't. And they've done choice. that, you know, yeah. been there, done that. Did not get a t-shirt because it was made in Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we think about them doing a greatest hits album in life with this tour? Or releasing an album or... They've albums? done it, guys. Oh, come on. Yeah. They've done it. I, I, it's not necessary. It's no. my opinion. Unless they had a few solo tracks on, you know, like you've got Emma's new stuff, maybe Mel... C might have used that, but nah. You're definitely reading over my shoulder. I'm 100% I have not. got a long list of ideas for how they can do a Greatest Hits Revisited. Go okay, for it, Aaron. go I'm for all it. Ears. Greatest Hits Revisited. Okay. It needs a snappy name, I've not thought of one yet. Yeah. So it could be the Greatest Hits, but with a couple of favourite songs and one new track. Maybe this Diplo collaboration. Yeah. So when I say fave songs, I mean some of those album tracks, like the Spice One, yeah. like you do it. Oh, move or, over. Yeah. Maybe, I'd love a new track, even if it was one of the unreleased tracks. So something that we've heard, but like more of a studio version. Maybe W-O-M-A-N, the Long Hidden Woman. Yes. That would be good. Although if they're going to put something on. We know what the Spice Girls will do. It will be a dreary ballad from 1999 that they just remove Victoria's vocals from because they were never on there anyway. And we'll get that. And you'll just hear Jerry. That's idea number one. Okay. Idea number two, a live album. Oh. So they were... Victoria's not... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they were planning a live album before Jerry left. And yeah. there was things from Istanbul and stuff that were recorded that were going to go towards that. Mm-hmm. So they do love a live. Yeah. After hearing Jerry harmonize, I, it's not my first thought. If not a live album, let's get a live tour DVD. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a tour DVD. A lot of people didn't get tickets. Do people buy them? Is that a thing? I think these it days? would be maybe not necessarily. It a would Netflix? Be a, yeah. Netflix. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. That would be more realistic. New Year's. I mean, we loved watching Taylor oh, Swift on New Year's Day. That was New Year's Eve. so good. So I think that could be much more of a possibility, is that there is a, a tour video slash doc that's, you know, bought by Netflix or yeah. Amazon or whatever. Oh, and a doc. We'll def- I hope we get a doc. We always get a doc. Or like a combo. To me, that sounds like the most realistic 
option. And also something we've not, maybe we've not had. And then I thought, maybe, <laughs> look, Jerry, okay, obviously not Jerry, Bluebell, call me, because <laughs> I can really help with this process. <laughs> I thought they could do a two disc CD, right? Okay. So disc one, the hits. Whether you reinvent them, whatever you do with them, disc one, the hits. And then disc two is where the excitement is. So what about desk, disc, disc, desk, disc two, best of the bees. So you take the B-sides from the singles, which are hard to find even in a streaming age because mm -hmm. Spotify has them all hidden in different little places. Mm -hmm. You could put them all on one disc, best of the bees. The Sugar Babes did it. Mm. It was fun. But there's some great ones, you know, like that Walk of Life is a good one. Mm -hmm. You've got like the live performances. You've got some of the older stuff, like Baby Come Round. I have, to, I have to disagree. I, I like the idea, but I think now in streaming age, are people buying CDs? Are people... No, but people would stream it. Yeah, but the songs are on Spotify anyway. But you have to find them. You have to make your own playlist. I have done. You just go if you to want the album. me, at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't, because they're all hidden in the singles, and singles are hard to use on Spotify. It's an idea. You know, okay, what I could foresee happening, a lot of acts on Spotify are increasingly doing this. They'll put together playlists, publish playlists. Yeah. Um, and I could foresee that maybe happening. That seems like a much more modern thing. Okay. Similar to the, the non, not the DVD option, the Netflix option. Well, I have one more idea for the double disc. Okay. One side, greatest hits of the Spice Girls. Yeah. Second side, Greatest Hits of the Spice Girls, solo edition. Only if Victoria's number one on there. <laughs> Otherwise, they're out of their mind. Because wait, cause this is the thing, none of them have ever done a Greatest Hits. Yes. Some would argue, because they don't have enough. But, but together... Together, they have a huge wealth. So I did the maths. Yeah. If you had a Greatest Hits album of Spice Girls stuff and solo stuff, that album would include 17 number ones. Wow. But you've got to look at the different genres of music there. That ain't all Spice Girl fan music in the sense of you've got Mel B's R&B, you've got Mel C's kind of rockier pop stuff. So all, and then you've got Emma with the bubblegum pop. So they're totally different genres of music. So... But yeah. arguably, so with the Spice Girls album. So if you look at Spice, yeah. you've got like a little bit. Of, if you can't dance, it's a little bit. So you've yeah. got Spanishy vibes. Yeah. You've got more R and B vibes. Just, you've got more pure pop. Can you imagine you what? Like, stuff, you know. Can you imagine like bag it up on there next to Northern Star? But you probably wouldn't put them in that order. But <laughs> I could hear Northern Star next to Jerry's Calling, and I also see this as a. I'm we'd be really surprised if there isn't more attention to solo stuff because. The whole reason we're doing this podcast is because they're not being given enough credit for their solo work. True. Yeah. Melanie C is got a new album in the work. She's either recording or she's working on she's eyeing up. It's a it's time wise, it's about right for her to do another one. Yeah. Emma Bunton's is coming out in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Jerry's been desperate to get back as a solo artist for a decade. Yeah. Mel B released a song a few years ago. It didn't really go anywhere. I, I don't think that's probably her priority. But she's but got the book. You know? Yeah. Do you know, like, I, I can see them wanting to be more. Mm. And even if they're not, you know, top of the charts anymore. Like, yes. as a legacy artist, you can still do tours by yourself or yeah. release albums, create. I think 
those are really interesting ideas. I don't think they're out of the realm of possibility at all. Again, I'm having all of their best solo stuff in one place. I would listen to that. 100%. If they, don't worry, if they don't do it, I'll make a playlist. <laughs> I right. would if Jerry's stuff you. wasn't in it. Oh. I mean, I am normally the one, but she has got some stuff. I don't think you can No, it. She's got some good stuff. Yeah. One or two. She's got bangers. I mean, it's not a whole lot. Like, I wouldn't no. listen to a solo album, but... As much as I love this idea, and I think it's the strongest idea, I think it's unlikely. Because Emma went into an interview with the UK official charts company and said there would not be solo songs on the tour. Which makes me really sad, actually. I was kind I of looking forward to maybe them each having a little turn in the spotlight. Yeah. Then at least they're not regurgitating the previous tours. It's ideas. true. It's they're, true. You know, it's something fresh. And I wouldn't be surprised. Because what we're going to do now is try and think about what we think the tour will contain, what it will look like. I wouldn't be surprised if afterwards Emma goes on tour. Like just a little tour. Like a and little I would 100% tour. go. Mm-hmm. Mel C's always touring. Yeah. She's toured everything. Yeah. She's, she's doing her, her show. She's happy. Oh God, just Jerry's going to do an intimate tour, isn't she? An acoustic set. Yeah, as long as she doesn't sing Wannabe. Although I read an interview with Jerry, I think it was last year, how she said like, she's not about that life anymore like she can't be doing G.I.Y. till three in the morning because she's got a family and a life yeah yeah she's got to be home to cook her husband's tea not because she's not feminist anymore but because she loves cooking <laughs> so that is one thing that's sort of been confirmed but the Spice Girls have lied before yeah although very rarely Emma so we're unlikely to get solo stuff which leads us to think what will we get what will we get on this four girl tour mm. there has been a story that uh headlines friendship never ends will not be featured oh what a surprise <laughs> i'm disappointed because since we've done the podcast on it i've spotify's thrown it at me a lot and i really love it now <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> really i can't that's believe. because you know why there were an underwear in the video yeah now it's all been explained that's not a loss to me so headlines is out it's been confirmed Holla is in with Jerry doing Holla with them. Okay. Okay. And how does that work? She's like projected? No. No, darling. This is a live show. <laughs> Jerry You're will be there in the room. Real, yeah, they will be there. So she will just... What, what I meant was I heard Jerry, but I thought Victoria. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's been a long session doing yeah. this podcast today, isn't it? <laughs> well, I think Victoria will be projected. I would be very surprised if there wasn't a video with Victoria. Really? Yes. Yeah, I think there has to be some kind of... Homage. In- yeah, homage to her, like an inclusive vibe. I'm sure she will have recorded a video. Yeah. At half time, when they need a little break or when they have a costume change, mm. there'll be a big build-up. It'll probably show lots of clips from Victoria. And yeah. And there'll be a clip where she's like, Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you. Um, I'm just really here to support my girls and it will be a link to the next song. Do you yeah. think she would ever appear at any of the shows or go and see one of she's the shows? She's definitely going to see them. She's taking the family. I... She... Victoria will not sing on stage. I, she will not sing. She will not hold a microphone. I imagine she'll come up on To Become One or Goodbye or she'll come up on one of the ballads. Viva sing Forever. that infamous line. She won't sing. But she'll come up and one of them will have their arm around her and she'll sway and she'll wave at the crowd and she'll do that once. 
in London. I don't know though. I didn't think she would do the Olympics or 2007. I think, I don't know. I'm not saying that she's going to come up and just start belting out a song, but I think if it was one song where she did have a few lines in it, you know, she might be inclined to get up and just, if it was two become mm. one, for example, where she's not needing to dance, although she is a great dancer, I think she does lack confidence in that area. She hasn't done it for years. Yeah, and you know, at the Olympics, you could see she was slightly, you know, less at ease than yeah. the other girls. But, you know, I think she does surprise us. She does have a sense of humour. So I would be open to see what might happen. I'd love it if the video was like, some sort of like, it starts, the video starts crackling and it's like an alien invasion and then it suddenly goes, stop, slow down. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Victoria Beckham appears. She does a little message, and then at the end she goes, "Spice Girls, you're out of your mind." <laughs> I think it's only us that really love that part, though. Victoria <laughs> Beckham. I don't know if that's like a, a Spice Girl well-known song, you know. Bluebell, call me. <laughs> Blue Bega, call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we think they will? They'll do all the hits, obviously. They'll do the hits. Are and they so- going to open with? Oh, spice up your life. Spice up. Mm, I think keep that to the end. Nah, wanna be at the end. Okay, wanna be at the very end, right? So, because it's the you know the most iconic, mm-hmm. right? Who do you think you are? I'll be pretty near the end. That's banger. Yeah, um, but they need to open with a banger. Yeah, spice up your life. I guess maybe... it's got that build up, the drums. But... You can really mix that. You can make a good mix out of that. That's got like the build up, build the anticipation. Have we seen that before life. though? Have they done that before? I don't remember. I think they have. I think that was the opener. Haven't we seen all of this before? (laughs) I think, well, okay. I think it's highly likely they will choose Spice Up Your Life as the opener. Okay, my second option. I think you're right. Not such an innocent girl. (laughs) I was thinking Lullaby, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Or they could be dedicating it to Victoria. Sing you well. Maybe Victoria could be Mel B's child. <laughs> you know, like her music video, yeah. his daughter. Oh, <laughs> um, I think they could open with a good song, like the one that Lauren doesn't know, like Denying, yeah. or just a good bop, They're not going to open with but... an album track. Why? It's going to be dedicated fans going. Yeah. And I... we've got to turn it round. It can't be the same as 2007. You know, they probably did all that in 2007. I suppose, though, ultimately, people are just there to hear all of the ones we know so well and love. Like, obviously, I don't remember that song, but you do, because... I had the album, like, every normal <laughs> Spice Girls <laughs> And it was in the movie. I mean, you had the beanbags and all the merchandise yeah. people <laughs> the, the, the album. album. And there was three of you growing up, so uh-huh. you had... You had a 33.3% chance. Of, <laughs> is, that, you know, is that how maths works? Well, you had... had, What chance of having it? You know they were just handing out these albums in the street. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you had more of a chance than I did as one person. You had three shots. I think we've got delusional in the length of this podcast. So what do you think they'll open with? Three times I've said this. Spice up your life. I just think you should be more imaginative. I'll be devastated if it is now. (laughs) All right, then, I'll be more imaginative. Because I think they'll do a spice up your life with the confetti and everything at the yeah. end. You know, a Reba! <laughs> you know, they might even get like a samba band I wouldn't be band surprised then. if they did it both. They open and close with that. Nah. Uh, I don't know. Nah. Jess Glynn coming on at the end. Taking off her makeup. 
Well, have you seen her on a Saturday? Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not a Thursday. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Well, they're bound to do some cover versions. They love a yeah. cover. They've always traditionally gone for like 70s, 80s covers. Yeah. It seems like a safe choice to, yeah. That's it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something a bit more modern. Mm-hmm. Maybe something girl band. Yeah. I always say what I'm feeling. <laughs> I'd love it if they came out and said, woman like me, woman, woman, woman like me. That would be amazing. That would yeah. be pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there will be special, special guests. Oh, oh do you know who they should have had instead of Jess going? Jojo. <gasps> because she's so up and coming again, because all the deals yeah, are that is a good shout, actually. And oh. she's so good. Yeah. Uh, not that Jess Glenn isn't. I can see that, actually, that. Simon Fuller, call me. (laughs) We gotta talk. Via Bluebell. Yeah, any other guesses on cover versions? Uh, like I could, if they were going the vintage thing, they could be doing some kind of like Supremes. Like Sisters doing it themselves. Oh, they've done all that. They did all that back in the day. That's Mm. why I think they might, they picked Jess Glynn, I could see them being a bit more modern. What about Lou Bega? Okay, maybe what if they did like Ariana Grande? Really light like field choice. Break up with your girlfriend. No, because I'm like, poor. No. <laughs> I don't know. You like, can pay up on my mortgage. No tears left to cry or something. I don't oh, know. <laughs> Victoria, there's no tears left to cry. This one's for you. come from that angle i can't I'd like, i'm trying to think left field here i'm trying to think what's really modern who's the biggest you know who's the biggest female you think they- like dua lipa but their version yeah or um oh you know what they might they could do like a boy band cover right they could do like westlife co- oh, jesus no i mean like i don't know oh oh what what is the one song that kept their streak of of Spice Girl number ones. It's like that. What? And that's the, the way, way it is. is. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they remix that in. Have they done that before? That feels familiar. I don't think so. It would be interesting. Yeah. One thing I do worry, because this is such a smaller tour. Yeah. Last time we had amazing set pieces. We had amazing visuals. The, the VTs were really good. Really strong concepts. I worry that this might be more budget. Oh, less for them. I worry the costumes might not be as fantastic. Yeah. Maybe they'll prove me completely wrong. I mean, they've spent money on Jess Glynn, so they're obviously not being cheap. <laughs> not <this> willingly. <laughs> <laughs> they've not been cheap so far on this tour. Yeah. I will be interested to see what angle that takes. I think it could be yeah. either way. Yeah. Either they sat down and they've gone we want to make this incredible yes and they do it to the best or they've gone let's just make it more raw spice let's just be the four of us on stage yeah doing our thing yeah having amazing dancers we know they've got Mm. the dancers yes so they're obviously having routines yeah which would suggest they're going big yeah i mean i feel like go big or go home this is like a once in a decade thing and who knows if they'll ever do it again i've I feel like maybe... Well, it's not. It's a one. It's a thrice in a lifetime opportunity. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> still. Quite literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my my point still stands is that I feel like they're they're going to pull out all the stops. 
I would bloody hope so. We spent that much money on the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> well, we shall wait and see. Yeah. This has been quite possibly... This is our longest episode. Is it? Yeah, I thought this would be a short bonus episode. Half of it is edits. <laughs> we're just... We're getting really Sorry. confident. And guys, thanks so much for all your comments on med- like social media. We appreciate it so much. Yeah. If you have got ideas or suggestions for the tour, the Greatest Hits album... I'm talking to you, Bluebell. Please get in touch. Um, <laughs> please let us know on our social media. You can get us at Pod of the Pops. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We've had some lovely messages and we love those. Yeah. We love them. We just found out recently we hit the new and noteworthy on Apple iTunes. So we're And by the time you hear this, we should be on Google Play. Yeah, let's hope. So please share with your friends and family and enemies. And subscribe. (laughs) Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. And it goes a little something like this. In a minute. Who said that? No, Lauren said it. Did it? No, I said it. Look, guys, it was audio. (laughs) They don't know who I'm pointing at. (laughs)